Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Faceboy Hall. I am Lucas Tiamore. And I'm Rachel. Hi Rachel's here. here. <laughs> Rachel's here. Oh, wait. I promised David I would say my full name because he thought I just called him out by saying his full name accidentally. I'm the one that did it. Okay, well, okay, you're the one who did it. Well, anyway, I my I say my full name all the time, but I'll say it again to prove it. My full name is Lucas Stadelman Ferrero. I gave you both last names. <laughs> <laughs> I do say my full name quite quite often. Yeah, your your identity is not hidden. Not hidden. He was like, you guys are all hiding your identities, and you said my identity. And I was like, no, we're not hiding our identities. I said Francis Faceboy Hall. My real name and my, like, years and years. See, we're not hiding our identities on this show. My name is (laughs) Philip Myass. Or just Phil Myass. Please. Please. (laughs) Well, it's almost your birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. We're going to Cold Spring for my birthday. We're going upstate. We're going upstate. Beautiful little house, beautiful town. You've been to Cold Spring. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. So nice. They they pay an old lady to sit in a rocker on Main Street. <laughs> so quaint. So can, nice. Yeah, you can hear birds. It's amazing. Yeah, I remember when I thought I saw a whole flock of eagles. And then... I realized eagles don't don't fly in flocks. Those were vultures. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I had my chihuahua up there, and I was like watching her because vultures can grab chihuahuas. Mm-hmm. You want to play a song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you uh, read some of this copy? We're gonna do it early. Yeah, we'll do it early because because I need to get this little this uh, setup thing going on. The top or the bottom? The whole thing? Where it says RFB. The whole page? Yeah. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. You're listening to Art Star Scene on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks for listening. Your support keeps us going. That's my first time doing that. You're doing it great. You did good, man. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Again, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. You want me to keep going? Yeah. All right. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. All right, perfect timing. 
Great. You did that well. That was my first time doing copy. Well done. Well done. Okay, so what do you want me to play? We're doing a little mix of talk and uh, music this week. We're going to have a guest who's going to be here next week, and I prepared a lot of the show for that guest, um, but they have to be here next week instead of this week, but I'm still very excited. I understand people. Things change. All right. I prepared us some music. Um, the, the one at the top, Tom Rosenthal, Run for Those Hills, Babe. Tom Rosenthal, Run for Those Hills, Babe. Okay. I don't know this song. I'm excited. Me? I don't know it either. I, I don't even know who Tom Rosenthal is, <clears throat> but uh, let's let's do this. Tom Rosenthal, Run for Those Hills, Babe. It's taking a minute to load here. I also, I, I picked one song. Taste Just Like Candy. I love that song. <laughs> it's taking its time. Hey, kids, Radio Free Brooklyn is seven years old right now. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try to load this again because it's, uh, it's being difficult. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about programming and upcoming Radio Free Brooklyn events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Run for, run for those hills, babe. Let go of the dark days, let go of the world Make it all up as you dance along Just like we all have done for all of our lives The kingdom is yours, the sea is the shore it's like you've only just arrived Dive in, the water might be lovely Go keen and go boldly Go wherever they sing It all comes, it all comes when it wants to Not when you want it to At the strangest time The seas, the shores It's like you've only just arrived Unknown as king Your eyes will bring All you need to survive Let's go half an ear on the radio Life was made moons ago Somewhere behind the sky Run for, run for those hills, babe Let go of the dark days Let go of the world 
Well, that was beautiful. That's gorgeous. Thank you for that. Today I shot an, um, a music video um, for Lake Cambrian. They're a great band. They've just started performing again as well. Um, we'll have them on the air here soon, but um, they just started performing again live um, since for the first time since COVID, so they'll be doing that more often. Um, and yeah, I was in their music video 10 years ago, and, and now again. Live shows coming back. Yep. Parties are coming back. We're going to one today after the show. Happy birthday, Tom Tenney. And uh, this this is, this, this. you have to not only be vaccinated for this party, you have to have a COVID test the day of. Day of. So that's still around. That's what know? my sister's like. Yeah. yeah. I took it today and it was negative. I was super nervous because I was positive last week. No, you were positive like two weeks ago. Two weeks, weeks ago, ago. Maybe. Two weeks ago. It was like three weeks ago. Yeah, because you were here last week on the show. It was oh, like th- it was true. like three weeks ago. I was were, not positive. When I was you were positive like three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, I did the at-home test for the first time with uh, whoever it was. It was Lucille. Lucille was there because Lucille is always there for dinner with mom. Did, did you feel like a mad scientist? A little bit. <laughs> the, the directions were... It's really easy to do, but the directions were confusing. It, yeah. It's like you're saying too much. Okay, you're just saying you're tell, you're saying too much. There were like a lot of diagrams, like to tell you how to tap something. <laughs> like it was just like, and then you're like looking at diagrams, like and I looking, and they're really small because they had to put so many diagrams in, and like you're like, uh, I'm really old, I can't fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, so we did that. Uh, we had had dinner with mom, who thinks that your skirt is too short. Yesterday, but yesterday <laughs> I wore a long skirt to to like she obviously just likes pants because yesterday I wore a long skirt to the floor and she said, "Why are you wearing your nightgown?" And I'm like, "It was made out of jean material, so like it's not a nightgown. It's made out of jean material. Like, um, so like a long skirt's problematic. A short skirt's problematic. I mean, I granted I've never seen her wear a skirt." I think she just likes pants. She does. She she thinks people should be in pants. I mean, <laughs> this this is a particularly short skirt. This is the part where we, we try to make something visual on the radio. No, but then there was also like, um, I wore a pair of shorts last year that were not particularly short. And she was like, aren't you cold? <laughs> and you love her so much. I, 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 no, I'm obsessed that, with her. <laughs> kind of obsessed. I, I got like really upset. I was like, I was like, I wore this for her. I wore the skirt for her. Because I particularly like, wore like a long skirt to like be appropriate for dinner with an eighty-nine-year-old, and like she didn't like it. I was like, "It's made out of jean, like it's a appropriate skirt." Yep. <laughs> it was overall actually. It was overalls. It was really nice. It was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're like, I'm going to wear it again tomorrow. I did not. But you didn't. I've ever since I bought you that slutty schoolgirl skirt. It's been on. It's, it's been, been a, it's on. been a staple. <laughs> it's been a staple. <laughs> I can't take it off. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yes, <laughs> I am too. When she, when she goes up the stairs of the subway, I'm like right behind her. I don't I don't walk in front of her. I'm totally behind her, Pervin. <laughs> I like hear the slow footsteps. I'm like, are you looking at my ass right now? Of course. I mean, you have permission to to do that. <laughs> I could squeeze it. That's that's this thing that we we discussed a while ago that you feel like you relate. To, Rachel feels like she relates to a little too much. One of the one of the wonderful things about being 
in a loving relationship is you have not everybody's like this so don't you know not everybody's like this but for the most part you get to touch their butt <laughs> <laughs> and one of the worst things about a breakup you don't get to t- touch their butt anymore that is that is part of the rules of a unless breakup. unless you break up with me and then i'm like uh, maybe some of the time it with consent and but i i know when to break up with them actually they don't break up with me no one breaks up with me i did once you said k that wasn't a breakup babe you said k which implies a lot because I, I've heard you like go on and on yeah, about how K, K for me is when if I say you know a lot of people they're just K and they just mean okay yeah, but when it, I say K it's it, not okay it means, I was like yeah it means everything you said is bullshit I'm gonna kill you I have no interest in talking to you ever, ever again, again. <laughs> yeah I mean I knew that about him and I knew that about him so I was like so K was a breakup did you just say K yeah. I mean, K, K is really hard to read. It really is. For me, I'm like, this person is so mad at me. They can't say anything else. Peter's been saying K to me. But sometimes they're, not, sometimes they're not mad. Sometimes they're just too lazy for the O. Yeah, they're just busy, but K is really hard to read. <laughs> yeah, well, if you know me, absolutely know that K is you're out. I will make sure. But, but you still weren't out. We, in the first year especially, broke up so many times. That was not the first year. That was after I broke, when I was living with you after I left my husband. That was like the second time you kicked me out of your house. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. Because I haven't lived with you recently. Well, even, even like, (laughs) even since you said, even since you said, like, it it really hurts. I can't stop looking up your skirt. (laughs) We need to get cameras in here. We need a live feed. I know we need people to need cameras to in here. Dancing. We need a live feed. People need to see you dancing. I feel like we do need a live feed because like that other show has a live feed. Our radio show War has a live feed. And now I'm like, well, we can we can get a live feed. We can set that up. Oh, our, our rival show? Yeah, our rival show has a live feed. So like we need a live feed. Maybe that will get us even more fans. I'm sure it would. You and your slutty skirt. And when you dance. Run for run for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we do so much visual stuff. I know, I'm always doing visual shit. I can't fucking stop. I'm always like, oh yeah, this is a radio show. A radio show. I mean, imagination's good too. Sometimes that's even better. You can use your imagination. So, Rachel, we didn't really hear a lot from you last week. And I know you said, you, and we were going to give you a chance to get us caught up. And you said before the show, well, there really wasn't much going on. But you have been going through some stuff this week. I know that. Do you want to talk about it or not? Oh, I've been going through some mental health things. Yeah, that's important to talk to. Talk yeah. About. Dissociative identity disorder. We haven't been talking about that on the show. We have, yeah. Um, Rachel got like a new altar this week, which is something that comes up with people with dissociative identity disorder or previously known as multiple personality disorder. I like to throw that out there, even though it's like the bad words. Like people are like, don't call it that. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, but it's a way for people who don't know about it to say, oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. So we like to talk about the good parts of it, which is that like you can live a happy life. You can definitely be successful. You can make art with DID. Um, but it's a mental illness for a reason. And there are times that it's so hard. Having a new altar is one of those times. Because uh, what happens is that there's a person inside you, but they don't know what the date is they often think it's like 20 years before and they're real confused and real scared 
and don't understand what's going on. You have to like orient them. And it's a lot to catch up on. Like, and do you have a one altar that is, is, is its job to orient them? Is it Storm? It's Storm, yeah. yeah. Storm has taken on has taken on that job and he's really, really proud of it. Yeah. But it's crazy. They'll be like, yeah, it's 1994 and like this is happening and that is happening. And I'm like, no, it's not 1994. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the upside is that every altar I've met ends up being an amazing person. And it's because you're an amazing person. Oh, thank you. But it's definitely a mental illness for a reason. It's really disorienting and scary sometimes. And did you go over to, to help? Lucas? You're making me look bad. <laughs> Lucas always helps me. They did not tell me about I, I we, we we spent two weeks together straight. We did spend a day. lot of time together. Yeah, we spent, well, like, I'm not I'm not making you look bad because um, I already knew the answer because you, you had you had you had to, you know, not do th- some things with me. I knew you were helping. And then but then um I had to go grocery shopping yesterday so we could eat. Which is also extremely important. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't I wasn't there yesterday, no. You gotta get in front of the mic, Kate. I was not there yesterday, no. I, I went but grocery you're shopping. There in general. Oh yeah. You're definitely there. Yeah, but I feel bad I was not there yesterday. I'm not upset about that. <laughs> Nobody's upset about that but you. No. <laughs> grocery shopping is very important and it's really hard for me, so I absolutely love and appreciate when you go grocery shopping. And you had you were honored this week for progress oh yeah um at the goodwill they gave me um you know like a success story award um and um it means out of everyone at the goodwill like all the people that they service that i'm like their biggest success story right now um and they're gonna like write about me and i think just in the you know to their employees or something i'm not really sure who they're writing about me to but they're going to write about me and put a picture of me. And I'm so freaking proud. I'm like, yeah. I know, I I'm know. Like, my like, heart is so full. And I, when you told me, I said, that is so great. Let's go get poppers. <laughs> I mean, poppers are a good celebration sometimes. Poppers, poppers is probably, they would probably prefer me on poppers than like cocaine. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, because poppers are not addictive. We went to poppers the, so, are, so, so poppers we went, are a little addictive. Like, We've been doing poppers for like seven years now. I've been doing a lot longer than that. Well, yeah. I've been doing them for like 10 years. But I think like, the, the feeling's a little addictive, but you don't go through like crazy withdrawal when you stop doing poppers. I you only, also don't go through crazy withdrawal when you stop doing cocaine. It's also just the feeling's a little addictive. I only do poppers when... <laughs> a lot addictive. You go through emotional, uh, <laughs> emotional uh, turmoil. I only do poppers when I'm, when I'm taking dick. And I think that's the thing is like you don't do poppers every day because it's just like not easy in your life. Like I tried to do poppers out once and I like for the first time I ever it was the first time I ever tried poppers. And like fucking Jess was like, guys, you broke Lucille. You broke Lucille. I was like, I was like, eh. oh, I can't do you guys can't see me again. I can't show you. But I was like fucking really acting tweak, tweaking out like really weird. And, you know. Um, I mean, they're meant for like a specific situation. But, but Rachel and I did do poppers in the park. We told you last week. Um, I know. Poppers in the park. Poppers in the park. Um, <laughs> but they're, it's not a good idea. It's not like what you should do. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> take, take no advice from us. They take no advice from us. 
So we went to the Leatherman because they they have the best of everything, including yeah. We we're looking up dicks. We were looking up um, harnesses elsewhere because they like are just not really getting the hardware in. I'd say wait. They they really don't seem hopeful. They don't seem hopeful about getting hardware in, and they obviously have like certain people they work with, and if they're not willing to like sell them it, they're not willing to sell them it, and they're not willing to make it without that hardware. And so I think we're going to go to Babeland. Like, we we need a harness. We need a better harness. All right, uh, you might want to try a different system, the Vaculock system that Doc Johnson makes. Uh, it's it's. It has a the, the it has a you could also use the O ring, but it also has this attachable plug, so you can like just pop a pop a dildo on it that's compatible, and then if you want to switch, you just pop it off and put another one on. Mm-hmm. They're spo- and they're also spo- supposed to be very sturdy. And you're, you're, do you know something about this? Rachel? I don't. I'm just oh. nodding because I'm listening. I know so little about this topic. <laughs> Well, anyway, <laughs> they probably have that at Babeland, and and they're definitely available online. I saw them on uh, on uh, on Amazon, like sixty bucks. Let's play our Great next reviews. song. We're gonna play Moby Natural Blues. Moby, you know, you know, he's my friend, right? <laughs> what? What's so funny? You tell that story every time I play Moby. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Well, it's good. It's good to have friends. It's good to have friends. Ooh, Lord, trouble so hard. Ooh, Lord, trouble so hard. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Ooh, Lord, trouble so hard.
so hard. Ooh, Lord, my trouble so hard. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. I used that line, don't know, nobody know my troubles with God, to make this post the other day. And I said, um, anorexia is always a tragedy, but when people hear I was in an anorexic Sicilian, they're always uniquely horrified. My entire culture is about eating. I'll never turn my back on my heritage like that again. Don't nobody know my troubles with God. That's well written. I love that eating with well you, babe. <laughs> I love eating food with you. I know. I told my therapist, I was like, I was like, it's really weird that I was anorexic because I love eating. She was like, really? She was so excited. She was so excited. I mean, I don't think folks who are anorexic don't love eating. <laughs> I was anorexic and I love food. I think it was just like a headache for me. I was like, it really reminded me of Joanne. Joanne's my mother. <laughs> Kristen! Kristen! Finish your dinner! You get so loud when you impersonate your mom. That's how she sounds. I know. Kristen, you're drinking too much. Yeah. So, so I had one drink. One drink. Kristen, you're drinking too much. And like Francis like was like, you haven't drinking anything at all. Like <laughs> you haven't even drank. I got. I was like, I know, I know. I haven't. Like we're like scrambling. We're like, mom, mom. I didn't drink anything. I didn't drink anything. I put seltzer in it too. Like it was whiskey with seltzer, and I, that's all I drank. One glass of whiskey with seltzer, and she was like, I was like, I'm watering it down. Like what the fuck do you want from me? See, I was, I was smart. I, I hid my drinking in the bedroom. You drank like two in front her before you hid the drinking, and she didn't yell at you because it was two, and I'm a guy. But I had one. I know. Kristen! <laughs> she expected me to only drink half of my one. <laughs> but yeah, you're a guy. Like, she, like men get different rules in, in like Joanne's household. Yep, yep. Oh, man. And Ruth, Rachel, you, be, out, be, be careful because you, you might get the same rules as me. You, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous to meet you, your mom. You, no, she'll love you. She'll love you, but like the drinking part, she might not love you. She'll, she, I don't drink that much. I know, but she just like, we like, she's really like that crazy. Like after yeah. one drink, she's like, She's one of those people who doesn't drink really. Like she drinks a little bit, but she doesn't drink that much. That makes it unfun for everyone else as well. She can't just like like leave it alone and just be like, I don't drink. So, but other people do drink. She has to be like, I don't drink. So nobody should fucking drink. 
You and your friends were getting so invested and involved with one of my siblings was trying to take oh, Gary my got, mom's Oh, Gary got deeply upset. About what? Someone no, Gary to- got deeply upset when, like, um, when like some one of his siblings was trying to take away his mom's nightcap, um, saying she can't have it. She can't have it. Oh, and your mom's nightcap. Yeah, yeah. and My Gary mom. got deeply upset for his mom. Like, Gar- Gary was like, "No, no, this is wrong. We all have to have something to live for." So, Gary's like sitting there imagining being that old and like worried that he's gonna make it that far and nobody's gonna let him drink. He was like freaking out. He was like, he was like, "We people can't do this to people." I took, so I made a doctor's appointment for her because she was kind of due for blood work and everything. And and at, and at the doctor's appointment, I said, my mom has a, there, there's a little argument with one of my siblings. My mom has a glass of wine with dinner. And sometimes, not all the times, she likes to have a nightcap. It is a half a shot. It is three quarters of an ounce of whiskey watered down that she drinks. Gary was like, can't they just give her the full shot? She does, she's not even asking for that. She's but not even no, asking Gary, for Gary, that. Gary, like he was like he was like at that point, give her the full shot. And he, doctor, he was really advocating for her. Doctor didn't even think about it. He goes, "That's fine." Yeah, I mean, you have to have your enjoyment, your like small pleasures in life. And it's he's know, also an Italian. It's, I, I I kind of messed up in that in that little blurb. I said it's not just food Italians live for; they also live for alcohol. <laughs> Listen, an Italian doctor is not going to tell your mom she can't fucking have a shot. Who, a woman who's almost 90 and whose who's blood work for the past... Is better than ours. I know. <laughs> her blood pressure... Her blood work is blood, better than ours. And her blood pressure was 122 over 77 last time I checked. Oh, my nutritionist would like you to start checking my blood pressure too. Okay. <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? She just doesn't understand. My nutritionist works with a lot of rich people and she just doesn't understand like... How poverty requires like the mental the the medical system to like not test you for things very often, and like she just like has these huge hangups with it, and like sometimes it really bothers me working like I had to fire my therapist about it, and like my almost fired my nutritionist like several times over it. Like it, it really bothers me working with practitioners who do not understand. My nutritionist is amazing, but like I just bothers me working with practitioners who do not understand what it's like to be in the like medical like to deal with medical things when you're not don't have like high-end insurance you know like like or you know don't eat, you can pay out of pocket for everything i think especially with nutrition that like the meals and the the foods that nutritionists often recommend like really do require a pretty extreme degree of wealth to get those yeah. things yeah yeah and like red fruit fucking red fruit nope nope i'm nope. not i'm not nope nope daddy said no red fruit is great Okay, no, we like Renfrew here. here. Here's our plug for the Renfrew Center. The we Ren- love Renfrew. The we- Renfrew Center saved both of our lives. The Renfrew Center saved both of our lives, and we are very happy with them. Uh, and we would in no way be in a relationship without the Renfrew Center. We love the Renfrew Center. Okay, I did it. And if you're struggling with an eating disorder, it is a please consider totally, the Renfrew Center. totally appropriate place to go. If your insurance does happen to cover another place, go there. But it won't. But it won't. So <laughs> go to the Renfrew Center. <laughs> Unless you are very, very but rich. It w- but it won't. Unless you are very rich and you can pay out of pocket. When it comes to mm-hmm. health, the, there is a great divide between the rich and the poor. I was overheard uh, on the television. Even the rich go to Renfrew, though. Oh, like, 
I overheard yeah. on the television this this guy said, "Oh yeah, we kind of saw this uh, sh- baby formula shortage coming, so uh, so we bought six months worth of baby formula." And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you're the problem. You're the fucking problem. It's it's that it's people that are hoarding that are making it people who are wealthy and hoarding six months of it at a time that are making it so that the, the somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck barely they can't get any for their child. Don't do that kind of stuff. I don't like that. Why is there a baby formula? It's made out of like chemicals. Why the fuck is there a shortage? I don't understand. I don't understand. It's a manufacturing issue. It's a shipping issue. There's there's lots of problems with shipping right now, and it's people like that who like see that it that maybe you remember the hoarding at the beginning of the pandemic, and you couldn't buy toilet paper. Toilet paper hoarders. I was so angry. Yeah, I was so mad. I was one of them. You were you were a toilet paper hoarder. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in, I'm in, such a hypocrite. In all fairness, I think you it, are a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. But you and know, you didn't help me hoard. I absolutely did. I got you hand sanitizer when no. when nobody else could get hand sanitizer. Oh, you did, I got I you. didn't give me toilet paper. I did too. No, yes, you didn't. I did. I remember there was no toilet paper. We're about to have a fight in the studio. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, we're getting. I'm we're getting. Um, hey, Radio for Brooklyn is proud to present four amazing bands at an outstanding local venue for an evening of rocking music. Join us Friday, May 20th at I hate when you burp during the fucking... Don't burp during the thing unless you really have to. It just came out. No, you do it... You've done it multiple times during the copy. So why does it always come out during the copy? Friday, May 20th at 7.30 for a night uh, <laughs> with 7th grade girl fight. Dirt bikes. Barrettes and Castle Blackett. None other than... Ridgewood's own bar, Frida, 801 Seneca Street. Tickets are 10 bucks and can be purchased at the venue. Okay, we're playing another song. Okay. Unless you want to talk about something. No, play a song. This one, me and Rachel have been listening to all week. What is it? LCD sound system, I Can I Change. I Can Change. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I was listening to it when I was waiting for you to get here. <laughs> I was just hanging out by myself listening to this song. <laughs> We're going to try that again. It started and then it was like... Yeah. Yep.
<laughs> there was some uh, lap dancing going on, and uh, I was taking pictures, and uh, we got distracted, and, you know, we really need cameras in here, because there's some self-core porn happening. <laughs> No, I'm I'm okay. I'm trying to get this to work here. Jesus. You're so distracting. Kristen! Sorry. We have too much fun in here sometimes. We have always had too much fun in here. It's been seven years. I can change. I can change. I can change.
guys picked the best music. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Jesse used to play that song. Oh. I, I mean, I knew that song long before Jess played it, but Jess used to play it. He was a good DJ. It made everyone dance. It made everyone dance. Dance, dance, dance till the till you drop. <laughs> and uh, you were in a music video today. I was in a music video today. Want to talk about it? Um, well, I love Lake Cambrian. They're a really great band. Um, shit, our little friend fell. Sorry, we have this friend that we draw on here in the studio and it fell. Um, no, yeah, it was really cool. I felt like not cool enough to be there. Like everybody was really cool and they were talking about really cool bands and I was like, eh, I don't really know anything about life. Eh. But um, <laughs> no, um, I've, yeah, I've never gotten over the fact that I was uncool as a child and then I was cool starting around 19. And then everybody, and then I just don't know how to really, like, I still see myself as uncool. So I'm always like, what? Like, how could you be cool? Because you're uncool. Like, I was just talking to Rachel about how, Rachel just came back. I was just talking about how, like, as a child, I was uncool. Um, And so I still really haven't gotten over that. So, like, I became cool, like, very young, like, around 19. But I still see myself as uncool. So in, like, cool environments, I'm like, whoa, like... I have I imposter syndrome is what they call it. Yeah, I have think a, I think a lot of people who are my favorite people who are really weirdo weirdo artists in the best way possible were not seen as cool when they were younger and now it's like a reverse situation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. Like I was not cool. The popular kids are like really nice to me now. Like the popular kids from my town, like when on, on our on our tenth year anniversary to our high school they like came on my wall and they said like the whole town like wishes we were at Pumps Brooklyn tonight for the anniversary and I'm like y'all chose like my bar like a lot of people work at bars you know what I mean like they chose like my bar like I was not cool with you guys like why are you now choosing that but I did I did have some influence in high school like I got everyone to like do the Dave Silence which is for gay people um and I don't know how I got everyone to do the Day of Silence. I'm just very influential. Like, I got, like, I got, like, one-fourth of the school to do it. Um, and, like, before that, only, like, four people did it. Before I came on, like, it, campaigning to get people to do it. And I got, like, a quarter of the school to do the Day of Silence for gay people. And, like, literally the year before, they were making fun of, like, this teacher. They were, like, throwing things at the teacher who did it. Like, throwing things. Like, it was, like, a really bad scene. Like, they were throwing things at, like, the kids who did it. Like, like food at them. Like, like broke somebody's glasses. Like, really, you know what I mean? Like, really, like, harassment. And then I was, like, I sort of convinced everyone you're not going to be cool later on if you don't like gay people. And they believed me. And I think that was true. And I think I did Good not. Advice. I did not steer them wrong. I nope, did not steer did them not. wrong. You absolutely did not. I think you were just just ahead of your time. I yeah, I was a little ahead of my time. And like, but I told them all, and like they they didn't hate me. Like they, I was uncool, but they didn't hate me. So they kind of like heard what I was saying, and they were like, "I think we should do this day of silence." <laughs> and so <laughs> a bunch of them did it. A bunch of the popular kids did it, which was really nice of them. And now they like, you know, I have a good relationship with the popular kids now. Like they, it's. I had a good relationship with them then too, but like contentious. They used to like ding dong dong door ditch my house every day, you know. Um, 
and were like looking through my windows trying to see me naked and like just like some weird shit. You know, if we have high school age listeners, I would like to tell you that the whole cool uncool thing in the lunchroom and in school goes away. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't but, go it away. Doesn't, but you have a chance to flip when you're older. No, but it gets so much better if you meet other people who are who are weird like you. It does. It does. Yeah, actually, we can give you hope. We can, I don't think we have who are high weird school like age, you, who are gay like you, yeah. who are a freak. Isn't that a song, Freak Like You? Freak Like You. Yeah, although this, although you did tell me yesterday that I'm not a freak. You said I, I'm half. A freak. I said you're one foot in the door in one way and one foot in the other door, which is what I used to be, but now I'm a full freak. Um, but Jess always used to say I was one foot in one door, one foot in the other. And he said that's what's so special about you, but I don't think I'm, I've achieved doing that long term. I think I'm at this point just a full freak. And that's okay. And like some people are full freaks. Super freak. Super freak. Super freak. Say super freak. Gang. You played that song I see too. It, I see it as something super to freak? aspire to, yeah. maybe. Um, all right. Let's play one more song or maybe a few more songs. Um, <laughs> let's play. Yeah, we have like three more songs to play. Let's play Hard Drive Deep Inside. You know, this is almost always my favorite week my favorite hour of the week i mean it deep down
deep, I, deep down inside. Yeah, Rachel didn't know that song, but it's a very big club song. I'm so sorry, you guys. I no, you you just weren't a club kid. I was a club kid because I I performed at clubs. I otherwise wouldn't have been a club kid. I'm not a club kid. I'm not a club kid. I just performed at a lot of clubs, so I sort of became a club kid and have a lot of club kid friends. No. much for sharing this hour with us thank you so much we really appreciate you we will be back next week with a brand new show live for you remember show yourself some love show some love to others good night it's important and you know it is love you rachel love you too love you lucas